and we are live on Facebook. It is quarantine con carne. Uh, it's been it's been car, car con carne up until March of this year, and now there's no car to drive. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. There's no one to go there with. So quarantine con carne for the foreseeable future. Quarantine con carne sponsored by CNH Financial Services. CNH Financial Services. This is what you need, small business owner. They can help you eliminate all the fees associated with credit and debit cards. They can also upgrade your business to the industry's leading point of sale system so you can streamline every aspect of your business for no cost, no cost. Visit freeprocessingnow.com or call 855-600-2437, extension 999, and start saving money today. My guest today, tonight, it is Paul Haletko. He is the owner of Few Spirits, headquartered in Evanston. Uh, you will see to my right on display uh, some of the most gorgeous looking bottles of liquor you'll ever see on a shelf or at a bar, period. Uh, thanks for joining me, Paul. Well, good to be here, James, and thank, thanks for having me on. Uh, my pleasure. I want to I, I talk about so many things. Can we start with the most superficial thing about Few, and that is the label, the packaging. Mm -hmm. the, there's something to be said for a bottle that looks this inviting. You've got imagery from the 1893 1893 World's Fair. Yep, just gorgeous-looking packaging, and that's important, isn't it? Really, I think having packaging is you know packaging is important. You know the uh, obviously it's the whiskey in the bottle that makes the most difference, and that's what we're all about. But like I said, when I went to our original designers, is you know the designer's job is to sell the first bottle, and my job is to sell the rest of them. There it is, and so you got to have a good looking package. And I think we've got that and it looks good. Uh, the fact that there's a little bit of substance behind it doesn't hurt. Um, it is all the 1893 world's fair. It's one of the stars on the Chicago flag and it tells everybody all over the world, you know, this is Chicago, but we don't have to, you know, we don't have to shout about it. We just know hey, people from Chicago go, Oh yeah. World's fair. Nice work. <laughs> nice work. Exactly. Uh, let's I want to talk about, what you make but i think part of what makes your story so interesting is where you are your status in the the town of evanston the history of evanston as being a very alcohol unfriendly uh, suburb of chicago uh, the temperance movement was movement was headquartered there uh willard was the driving force and the inspiration for the name for yep. you How, I, I guess tell your tell the story from your side about choosing Evanston as a place to headquarter out of and build a distillery? Well, I mean, when we, back in the day when I started to, well, decided to start a distillery, uh, the first thing I did was have to decide, you know, where to put it. And I actually was living here in Evanston. I was living about a quarter mile from where I am right now. And I drew about a six-hour radius around Evanston for where to put it. And every single town that I looked in didn't make as much sense as putting it in my own backyard. I was a you know, vice president of the PTA at the local elementary school, just coaching AYSO soccers, board of the directors of the Chamber of Commerce, uh, coaching my kids t-ball. So why would I want to go outside of this wonderful community where I live and where I choose to spend my time um, and put a business somewhere else? It just it didn't make sense. The problem was is that what I wanted to do was very illegal and, you know, <laughs> Starting to put a distillery in the birthplace of prohibition uh, was certainly a daunting task. Because um, hey, Evanston, historically, I remember as 
a kid growing up in the area, I mean, they didn't get liquor licenses in bars until maybe the 80s. Uh, there are exactly zero bars in Evanston to this or day. Restaurants, restaurants. Uh, there's restaurants, and that didn't start until the 70s. Okay. Um, until last December when Binnie's opened up. Um, there's really only one true liquor store in town. Um, Evanston was founded dry, and it was, you know, militantly anti-alcohol until I killed Prohibition dead in its home. Um, you, you did it. You rolled into <laughs> town like an outlaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you got the first license to distill in Evanston, period. License to distill, first license to make any alcohol whatsoever. Uh, we came, we got here before all the breweries, before the cideries. Um, we were the first to make alcohol in Evanston. And, you know, we've been kind of lucky, you know, since we started up about 10 years ago, nine years ago. Uh, we've been able to grow. We're now sold in 50 states, 35 countries. Uh, the number one selling uh, craft spirit in a couple of categories in the U.S. Uh, but uh, at the end of the day, we're just a small distillery uh, down an alley. Um, <laughs> That's how I want my whiskey, by the way. I want to have to go down an alley to get it. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you got to walk by the garbage cans. You feel like you're a little shady. You're like, eh, a little grit. Everybody's supposed to be doing this. And then you uh -huh. walk through the door and you're like, whoa, 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 what is this? This is amazing. Uh huh. And that's how we like it. Not everybody knows where we are, but the few who do, uh, don't forget it. And uh, specifically, 918 Chicago Avenue. In 918 Chicago Avenue, at Few Spirits on all your Instagrams and your winter webs and all that. All those things you kids do. Yeah. I want to thank a couple kids. people for watching. Uh, let's see, Tony uh, is watching, Andy, Jane, Brian, Edmund. Gil, Ken, Corey's watching. I think Corey lives near me. Hey, Corey, uh, go to, go east and uh, go to few and get yourself a bottle of rye. Uh, Mike Weinberg, Haircutter to the Stars, is watching as well. Thank you, everybody, for watching on Facebook Live. Uh, again, I'm talking to Paul Haletko, the owner of Few. Uh, look at this. I want to talk about this, the, the bourbon with cold brew coffee. Yeah. So this is a breakfast drink. Is what you're yeah, you could drink it any time of day, uh, but that, it's funny that literally just about two weeks ago, I uh, got named the best flavored whiskey on the planet. Uh, the World Whiskey Awards named it uh, number one on the planet. That's fantastic. Uh, and you won a couple awards this year, right? Yeah, uh, within like three days. Um, so the Cold Cut won World's Best from World Whiskey Awards. Uh, the American Whiskey, which is kind of another one behind your shoulder there. Uh, won double gold and best in class for whiskey at the San Francisco uh, Awards, which is the that. largest competition on the planet. Uh, and the rye uh, won double gold in San Francisco also. Yeah, exactly. And the rye, let's, let's talk about the distinction between bourbon, whiskey, and rye. It really is, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I'm, you're the pro. Uh, it really is about the percentage of certain types of grains in each right like for bourbon Correct. it's an overwhelming amount of corn yep bourbon is primarily corn rye is primarily rye uh there are other rules that go along with it as well but i think those are the big ones um for you know the average person out there uh just think bourbon's going to be a little bit sweeter and rye is going to be a little bit spicier right um, it's, one's not better or worse than the other one there's you know they're just different depends on your needs and wants depends some people some people go both ways it's okay it's 2020 you can drink the whiskey the way you like it uh, i also want to thank mike and tracy who just joined us on the facebook live 
let's talk about sourcing ingredients. This is something that I find very attractive about Few. You are a Midwestern distillery and you lean on Midwestern farms for your ingredients. Absolutely. We get uh, all of our ingredients come from you know, as close to home as we can get. Uh, obviously, sitting in Evanston, we're not exactly a rural distillery. We don't grow our own grain. Uh, we don't pretend to. Uh, but we get the best quality grain as close to home as we can get. Um, we get all of our lumber comes to us from Minnesota. We use a cooper up there. Um, it's about as close to home as we can get it. Um, we, we're a small Midwest distillery. We were lucky enough to be in the bread belt of the U.S. Uh, we don't struggle to get good quality grain because we're in Chicago. Um, right. The greatest grain on the planet comes from right around here. So that's, I don't think getting that grain makes us a saint. It just makes us uh, smart. <laughs> well, can you accept the sainthood? Can it... yeah. Yeah, I'm not really a saint. I, I know most of the things I've done in my life. Uh, and we actually have a history, a shared history. I didn't yeah. even realize it when we started talking uh, years ago. Well, decades ago, maybe. It's uh, not important right now. Not important. It's yeah, and time is time is irrelevant in especially these days. Time of pandemic. Yeah, what does it even mean? Uh, days turn into nights. Nights turn into months and years. But you performed. I, I did a local music show on the old WKQX, and a band you're in came in and played live. Yeah, we played, uh, you gave us a couple of spins, and that uh, was certainly one of the highlights of my musical career, uh, was being on Q101 with, uh, hey, JVO, and I never presented myself like that, just, just for clarity's <laughs> sake, never. Uh, I want to thank Mike Sanow for joining us, and uh, Ryan, Ryan, Brian Begg for uh, joining us right now. I mentioned the cold brew, I showed the, the cold brew. How often, or how important, uh, let me rephrase, is experimenting and trying new stuff, deviating from those core products, the, the whiskey, the bourbon, the rye, you know, the gin. I think for a few and for us, I think continued experimentation is really vital. And it's kind of one of the things that makes us who we are. Um, to me, there's no difference between putting whiskey in a bottle and making music live on the radio. Uh, it's all just art and we're trying to do you know, we're trying to make new art every day the same as any, same as anybody else. It just so happens the art we make, it goes into whiskey bottle and people really like it. Um, so to me, it's always, that's what we're always trying to do is write that next song, write that next album, get a new, you know, one more track, one more side. Uh, we're going to get, you know, we're going to load up the van and do one more show. Um, it's to me, it's all that same pursuit of, creativity and making new things um it just so happens i'm a lot better at doing that with whiskey than i am with uh, six strings hey i'm really glad you said what you said because one of the things i found so attractive about craft distillers craft brewers is i do after years of working with independent bands and musicians i do see a similar through line with both sides of it very similar from no marketing, marketing on down yeah, you get in the van. Um, when you're in a band, you get in the van. When you're just, you know, small craft distillery, get your butt in the van and go tour. Um, that's that's what we do, and it's really it's it's really no different. I'm sure you know. Uh, uh, there's another another music guy, a Chicago music guy, has got his own uh, rum brand these days, and it's no different. You know, you just you invest behind the band, same way you invest behind a, a brand. Uh, it's the same. Right. Uh, 
brewing, distilling, alcohol. This was in your in your genes, wasn't it? You come from a family of brewers. Yeah, I mean, before World War II, my grandpa's family owned what is now a major brewery in the Czech Republic. Uh, 1939, Nazis invaded, as you know, we all know, at least hopefully, um, killed, uh, killed the entire family in the camps, took the brewery, and Grandpa spent the rest of his life trying to get it back uh, unsuccessfully. Uh, and that was kind of the spark that made me start Few back in the day was, you know, this fear of losing the family legacy and uh, family history forever. I, I couldn't let that happen. Uh, that's a great story. Every, everything about few. I mean, beyond what's in the bottle, beyond what we drink, such interesting stories from the the choice of setting up shop in Evanston to that that family stuff. I, I'm fascinated by what what led you here and where you're at now. It, really interesting stuff. Now we uh, again, it's that creation and trying to make. Um, and I got lucky. I found something I'm good at. So we're all trapped at home for the foreseeable future. Uh, it's looking like maybe as long as June at this point. Great. But as we're all trapped at home, wh what would be a good starter whiskey? You know, I think for whiskey, I think I'm always going to recommend that people start with uh, either our bourbon or rye. Uh, it's our number one and number two sellers. Uh, they're very widely distributed. You can get it at the liquor store, especially around here in Chicago, and you can get it at pretty much any liquor store uh, out there. And if not, uh, Binnings will deliver to you as well. Um, you know, easily accessible and they're out there. Uh, if you tend to like sweeter things, try the bourbon. If you want a little more savory, a little bit more spice, uh, go rye. Um, and just start there and go slow. Uh, if you're not used to drinking spirits, just just go slow. It's kind of like edibles. Uh, don't go too much uh, right off the bat. Uh, just take just a little bit. Um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Take, you know, when you sip, don't take a big gulp like you would a beer or wine. Just get enough in your mouth to taste it and uh, just drink slow. You don't have to do shots. You can drink your whiskey nice and slow. Um, I personally find it a lot easier to nurse a whiskey uh, over a whole night than I do try to nurse a beer. Um, Makes sense. So I mentioned the pandemic. Here we are. How is everything going at few? Are you, are you, Holding up okay? I mean, obviously, the, this is a big disruptor. Yeah, it's uh, certainly the pandemic is not helping us over at few. Um, you know, we're you know, we're struggling like the rest of everybody else. Um, obviously, uh, we do a lot of business in bars and restaurants, and when they're closed, we're not doing any business in bars and restaurants. Um, we're continuing to sell at retail, of course. We're all over the city, all over the country, um, and retail sales are going well, but not well enough to cover up uh, the total absence of any bars and restaurant business. So, you know, we're, we're out there trying to figure out our new normal. What does it look like? How do we, you know, how do we continue on? What do we do here? What do we do there? Uh, all the questions everybody's asking, right? Now we're no different. Um, but we've got a hell of a team and we're really coming together. Uh, and it's funny, we just talked uh, yesterday and people are so desperate to get to work and it's, we love what we do. And so not just, it's not just people climbing the walls, but we love going to work. Yeah. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's a job. I mean, you don't go into that if that's not something you're passionate about. I mean, it, period. Which we're not here for the money. We're here for the, we're here to do what we want to do. And it's really frustrating me and strapped at home. Uh, uh, just looking at four walls. 
Although I have to say, if you're stuck at home, you look very comfortable on that couch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually a trash fine couch, but uh, it's very comfy and it actually uh, reclines. Very so, nice. Uh, it's a very good nap maker, I will tell you. Oh, I could fall asleep on anything, but yeah, give me something like that and good night, nurse. I, I'm out. Okay, good I, night. That's, that's a so good one for you. In summary, here's the bourbon. View bourbon. I love having visual aids. I need visual aids for everything I know from, from now on. The whiskey. The bourbon with cold brew. The award-winning bourbon with cold brew. Award-winning cold cook. And the rye, the savory. What a product line. You, sir, you've done it. Yeah, we're trying. So, all right, for more information, if people want to uh, just, I don't know, learn more or just dig deeper, look at pretty pictures, where, what do yeah, they do? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, at Few Spirits. We've got the fewspirits.coms. Uh, once we uh, can you know, live our lives again, uh, hopefully you'll be able to come up and give us a visit at the story very soon. Um, 918 Chicago Avenue. We have tours, tastings, we've got cocktail nights. Uh, we do it all. Uh, come check it out, hang out, see what we do, how we do it. And you can uh, see and smell and hear the sights and the sounds of a working distillery. I am anxious. Once, once we're able to get out, we can go visit you. I'm, I'm going to ride my bike on over. We're going to hang out. Uh, please do. I, I look forward to it. Paul, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, keep doing Thanks, what you, you do. Uh, you're, you're doing God's work up in Evanston. All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs>